If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. Bada ba ba ba. At participating McDonald's. Hey, what's, what's up, up everybody? everybody? I'm Dr. Shonda. I'm Chanel. And you're listening to the Double Dose Podcast, yes. where we're one set of twins with two different perspectives. Chanel, listen. It's our first it. episode. As what? The Revolt Podcast Network talent. <laughs> Listen, can I, we can we just give the Lord a hand clap of praise for that? Yeah. Praise. Because seriously, yeah, like I think that we have a hand clap too. Um, we're using some new technology. Listen, if you haven't noticed, if you're not watching the visuals, we've upgraded immensely. Yes. We're here in our bros studio, JR. Shout out to JR. Can we give, can we give the Lord a hand clap of praise for Brother JR? And one thing I keep telling you, I'm sure my sorry. Yeah. <laughs> She's coughing it like, listen, like this is not church. You don't got to cuff your mic. I'm sorry. Was I too loud, bro? No? Okay. Jeez. But yes, we're on the Revolt Podcast Network. How do you feel? Pod- listen, this is amazing. This feels great. It feels amazing to have um, such a dope brand, such a reputable brand behind us and believe in our vision, yeah. um, believe in what we have to offer, and um, believe in our gift. It's, it's really refreshing because yeah. I know like we've been in this space um, as um, influencers, lifestyle yeah. bloggers, if you will, or even, um, you know, from that faith-based perspective, we've been doing this for a for while. years. Yeah. People don't know, like it all started with the mobile app that we created yeah. back in 2017. Yep. And that's when we started to get our following. Um, so like we're not, we not new to this. We're not new to this. Like this has definitely been something we've been investing in for a minute. Um, and it just feels good to just have it, our voices amplified. Yeah, in this this network, absolutely. So shout out to the Revolt family. Uh, we here, we here, we here, y'all. Shout out like, to the Revolt. This is it's lit, it's lit. Uh, yeah. So and, and we're gonna be having a a launch party, right? We are gonna have a launch party. Um, we are going to explore some different dates and yeah. options, but we would love to have you there. So make sure y'all pull up. We can't wait. We gotta figure out dates though. But right. Y'all are definitely invited, especially yes. our day ones. Um, so yeah, make sure y'all y'all tune in. Super excited. Yes. So, uh, we got some updates. Yes. It's been a while since we've been on the podcast. It's been a minute. Yeah. The last episode was in March, I believe. Yes. We're now in May. Mm-hmm. Took a little break. Did it take a, a much needed necessary much break? Much needed. And we'll definitely tell you guys more about what was going on once we're um, just ready to talk about it. But. You know, we're still in the process of processing, and that is okay. That is okay. Human. And you know what? It's okay not to, to be, be okay. okay. <laughs> I think that's a great segue into what you've been up to. Yeah. Well, I thought we were going to save that for the next episode. Oh, my bad. <laughs> I thought it was on here. No. Okay. Oh, uh, okay. So, what we've been up to, though. Yes. We've been to Africa. We went to the motherland. The motherland. And let me tell y'all this. They love us in Africa. They love us in Africa. Child. They want us to move there. No, they do. And I would consider it. My friends is still hitting me up in WhatsApp. Like, the people we met, the locals. Yeah. We, you know, we exchange information on WhatsApp. We still yeah. connected with them. They they loved us. They love us. Um. So, so yeah. So, going to Africa was such a beautiful experience. It was. Um, it was very a short trip because of, like, you know, situations that we stuff. had. Yeah. <coughs> but I will say, like, we... We definitely got the full-on Africa experience, if yeah. you will. Oh, yeah. We packed so much in that, that little bit of time. Yeah. Like, people on my job thought I was there for weeks. 
Because um, of how much we did. Every, yeah, everything yeah. I was posting and stuff. But it was literally a couple days. It was like an extended weekend. Yeah. But I think we, we did good for did. Um, only being there for a couple of days. Yeah. Um, there were things that we loved about yes. Africa. There yes. were things that were not so lovable yes but we still you know we still but, love it yes but we're going we're going to talk about it all, all right. right so first things first so you what know, you love i definitely loved the food what type of food um like the traditional stuff that yeah. we had there like the steamed biscuits I, and I the, did the, it was that. a type of fish that i had out there hake hake yeah hake fish that um, was good mm-hmm um, yeah, it was just, the food was lit. I just yeah. enjoyed the food. The food was and good. You know what was crazy though, Chanel? Like, even in Africa, like going to what we call, what we would call like the corner store, even the corner stores was lit. Like they would have like the Afro beats playing. Everywhere had Afro beats. <laughs> like it was literally every, No, okay. So when we get at, got in our first Uber ride, when we just landed, um, we got in our Uber's car. First of all, all the Uber drivers are nice. Um, we got in the Uber driver's car and he was playing Essence by WizKid. Child, the brunch anthem. The brunch anthem, the DC brunch anthem. And he asked when we got in the car, he was like, I hope y'all are okay with, with my music. We I was, was like, like, what? This is what we listen to <laughs> yes, this in is America. Like, this is very popular in America, sir, if you didn't know. And he was so he was surprised. surprised at how popular Afrobeats was in America. He didn't know. Especially Essence. Like, yes. you can't go to now, now brunch. Right. Without hearing without essence. essence, you can't go to Nair in black event yes. without hearing Essence by Whiskey, right? Right. Afro Beast has us all in the chokehold right now, and really? I hope it's an ongoing thing. I hope so too. Yeah, I hope so too. Um, and you know, like I, I think that was just so interesting the fact that, like the the music we listen to here, the music they listen to there, yeah. like it's just all uh, intertwined. Yeah, which is one of the reasons why I have a problem with like the diaspora wars, but yeah, on there. TikTok. It's so it's annoying. Weird energy. It's very much weird energy. Yeah. Um, like the, you know, it's just you're not really African, or you're if you're right. African American, you're not. Oh, baby, you couldn't tell me that when I was in Africa, child. Cause, honey, everybody thought we was from Africa. They sure did. They thought we would. Hey, where where are y'all from? America. America. What? They would be so, <laughs> they surprised. Were so surprised. They thought we were from there. Yeah, we'll definitely we'll get, get to that. that. Um. Okay. Another portion that you like. What, what was that like? like? Oh. This, the one thing that I loved is hearing um, when the, when individuals that live there ask us if we came for the first time, we say yes, they would say, welcome home. That yeah, was that like was a great good. feeling. Yeah, it, it always gave me chills. Yeah, like, it was, it was, yeah. Because it was like, Chanel, even like touching down on the soil, I'm just like, wow, this is the land from which my ancestors right. were stolen. Like, I'm literally home. I'm literally home. This is where my roots are. This is where... Like this is where my features this is came where from. We, like, right, yeah. this is what this is who I am. This is who I am. And it felt so good being there, as opposed to you know being in America. You you often experience feeling like you don't belong, especially right. being a black person in this country. Exactly, like you don't belong, feeling like you you know you're, you're not accepted place. out of yeah. place, right? But um, like having that transition to being in Africa, like right? The origin of it all, the, the origin, origin of humanity, literally the motherland. Humanity. Everybody's mother. Everybody. Everybody. I don't care what you look like. Every humanity started in Africa. Child. So it felt amazing being there. Chanel, like it was it was ridiculous. Um and so like even thinking about how we kind of connected with some of the locals, mm -hmm. like that I would say was definitely a monumental experience. Like what? Like 
just you know just walking down the street just people like oh you have twins and just kind of oh, like yeah. engaging in that yeah that was dope um even like you know like listening to the music yeah. and um like dancing and stuff like yeah, they would we they were fun. teaching us some of their, their dances. dances it was so cool we were teaching them some of ours and the crazy yeah. thing is shout out to um lisa the baddest on tiktok um uh, my homegirl on, i met on tiktok she has a series on tiktok about how like black american dances it can be traced back to different origins in Africa. That's what's up. But it, she said it's depending on the region, right? Yeah. Like, so how you dance in Baltimore or how you dance even right. in Wilmington, Delaware, can be traced back to, to Africa. Yeah. And the crazy thing is, we was teaching our friends that we met in Africa, the Delaware yeah. two-step. The Delaware two-step, yeah. We was teaching them, like, the Delaware First two-step. First of all, you can take the girls out of Delaware, <laughs> but you will never take the Delaware out the girls, okay? We was in Africa teaching them the Delaware two-step. <laughs> and when we was, like, dancing or whatever, like, they were doing it like but it looked very much i'm like this looks like it's y'all's day right this this yeah i think there's some validity to what lisa the baddest was saying Absolutely. like our dances are so ingrained in our culture mm-hmm. and what she said she said it so eloquently like you can take uh the people from the 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 culture but you can't take the culture out of the people. people yeah and like we saw that all up and through all our up and through yeah. it all up and through 100%. it um we went on a safari love the safari we went on a safari we had to get up at the crack child of dawn it was like five we had to, we had to get up and be downstairs at 5 a.m mm-hmm. the van didn't pull up to what six yeah we took a van first <laughs> the van the van came we booked this excursion the van came and picked us up the van they left the first time they did because they, they tried to say they, yeah they tried to say we weren't there but we were um we took the van <laughs> we <laughs> We were on the way to the safari, and yep. let me tell you, that y'all, took like over an hour, right? I don't think they have like you know police for traffic in Africa. They have. Like, I don't know what, if that's the thing. It's not. I this, and correct me if I'm wrong, Jr. What I heard is they have police, but the police really don't care like that when yeah. it comes, especially with like traffic like and stuff and like stuff. that. Yeah, I'm. I promise you, our driver was going anywhere between ninety to one ten. Hey there. Ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah. Or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities, from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before. Van, y'all. A van. A van. <laughs> We're people in there. M- many people. And mind you, we was the only black women. We was the only two black women. So that was a little reassuring. Like, so, I, they're not going to let let us get in an accident with all these white people in this van. Right. That would be a liability for right. <laughs> It would make them look so bad. Right. <laughs> but that was the only thing keeping me sane, right? right? But on our way back, it was it pouring was down rain. You couldn't see in front of you. Pour, you no, you literally could not you see. You couldn't see in front of you. Because that Africa rain is different. In South different. Africa, South like, Africa, it was their rain, rain season. Johannesburg. Johannesburg. And 
she um the driver he the man of God yeah you would that think, didn't slow him down you would think that that would slow somebody down uh -uh. beloved was still going about a good eighty to ninety yeah in the rain and, and I all, couldn't see nothing everybody was just up gripping their seats we were just all nervous. looking are we gonna make it yeah. like when I tell you my life was flashing before my eyes listen child but I kept falling asleep because I was like it, we were tired yeah I couldn't I could not fall asleep when driving like that yo. It was wild. Really wild. It was like they were literally turning beet red. Oh, yeah. How nervous they were. Yeah. But. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so that the safari was cool, though. The safari Outside was dope. of the, the ride. We saw lions, tigers. No, no, tigers are not. Okay. In Africa. You're right. Um, we saw lions. No, no. Tigers are not in Africa. Okay. So okay. we saw. Are they? <laughs> I'm serious. I thought they were in, like, India. Aren't they a part of the Big Five? No, tigers are not a part of the Big Five. It's lions, zebras, elephants, Giraffe. giraffes, Rhino? and know. rhinos. Yeah, that's the Big Five, and that, we saw all of them. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah, it was the safari was beautiful though. The lion, yes. bro, that lion. So we we were we all were on. we. Th so this is an open safari. So the, the animals were just roaming. So they we get a call on the walkie-talkie. Our driver did, and he was like. Yo, it's about to be a um, live kill. We see some lions. Yeah, yeah we see some lions. We see some lions. Y'all pull right. up. And so it's some, some zebra there, and then it's a group of lions. So we're near the lions. The zebra, I would say. Wait, the, hold on. We're First of all, we're on the other side of the park. Yeah. We're on the other side of the park. So Mr. Safari Man gets the phone call. Hey, y'all pull up. We about to see some lions. Okay, bet. Hangs up. Mr. Safari Man speeds yet again. Yeah. Going about 80, 90 miles an hour in a safari. And mind y'all, this is an open Jeep, so we like all like this. It was, it was wild. Yeah. So he speeds to get us to see the lions. I was like, I don't know if I want to see lions that bad, but... I want to live. Yeah. So we get to see the lions. Um, we're there. The lion. So we spotted zebras before we even saw the lions. By the time we saw the lions, the lions had spotted the zebras. Yep. And so you can see, like, the lion started to lock in on the zebra. Yep. He was, like, coming up on them. Our um our, our tour guide was like, all right, y'all, we might see a live kill, just so y'all are aware. Um, so we sitting there waiting for a good 20 minutes. The lion mm -hmm. just prowling, just um, you know, right. getting close to the zebra. Right. And then he was like, he was like, all right, everybody, please be quiet because you don't want to start. <laughs> <laughs> I know where you're going with this, and I'm very I got very annoyed all over again. Can you tell the story? Bro, all right, yes. The whole time he's sitting here telling us. First of all, y'all got to be quiet. It's a safari. Like, the animals are going to get scared, so don't make no sudden movements, and you got to just keep quiet. So we get to the lions. Everybody's anticipating seeing the lions. The lions is, like, the biggest attraction yeah. of a safari. And it was so, Sunday, so they don't really see a whole they lot don't, of lions They don't come Sunday. out on Sunday, so this is a rare occasion. So we're all sitting here um, looking and observing at these beautiful lions. Yeah. It's dead silent. It's about seven safari cars all lined up. All quiet. Very quiet. You can hear a pin drop. We're just looking at the lions. Hear this one go. Hachoo! <laughs> but y'all, how was I supposed to hold my sneezing? Why would you sneeze on a you safari? You know you can have an aneurysm when you hold your sneezing. Why would you sneeze on a safari? Listen, if I got to sneeze, I got to sneeze. You ruined everybody's trip. <laughs> you did. <laughs> Everybody was so excited to see the lions. But the lions stayed, so that's all that matters. Luckily for us, luckily they didn't attack us. Okay. Y'all, if I have to sneeze, I'm sneezing. I'm not going to hold my sneeze in. Hold it on a safari, bro. They said, quiet down. I don't know what y'all want me to do. Like, I... 
I'm sneezing. Like, what do you want me to do? Anyway, child. But yeah, so this part was fun. I thought that was hilarious afterward. <laughs> I was so mad. But oh, I so, was so embarrassed more than anything. Yeah, you were. I'm like, why? Like, it's a natural human reaction, okay? You had to be the one. But y'all, we were sitting there waiting for 20 minutes for this live kill. Eventually, so the lion sneaks up behind the car. He goes through the woods to go through the bushes. He he's locked in on the zebra. He's about to get real close to the zebra. Eventually, the zebra sees him. Right, and, starts and to it run. starts to run. We did all that. Did all that. But at least we saw the lions. Yeah. That was cool. But anyway. Yeah. Um, another cool part of Africa. We are both two time. No, you're a two time. No, we're I'm a both. one time. I'm a now a two time. TEDx speaker. I think we need to give the Lord a hand clap of praise for that. Can we clap it up oh from your goodness. seats? Yes, there we go. Yes. Yes, Chanel S. Reynolds uh, has now spoken on two TED Talks. Um, and this accomplishment also catapulted me into the international speaker category. Uh, so the price has we officially... Did. The price, my price has officially went up. Our price has officially went up. Okay. Listen, no, for real. That was um dope. So we both got to speak in South Africa for TED Talks. Yes. Um. So what did you talk about? Um. I spoke about how to navigate the workplace as a woman. Yes. And I spoke about navigating uh, parenthood in black communities and what that means for individuals of the African diaspora. Love it. Um, so yeah, it was really dope. It was. And I was really strategic about my topic because it was Women's History Month, so mm -hmm. I wanted it to make sense, especially me being in uh, diversity, equity, and inclusion. Yeah. So. yeah, it was dope. It was really, really dope. Mm -hmm. Okay, so we talked about the great things about the beautiful motherland. <laughs> Alright, so what were some of the not-so-great things that we observed? Uh, the number one thing, I would say, is... So we we know that the individuals, the locals, thought that we were from Africa. But you know that's something we often get. I Even often out get here in DC, it's DC especially. DC especially because it's heavy in like East African East culture. African, it's a yeah. lot of like Eritrean, Ethiopian, Ethiopian. Yeah. and because of like our eyes and some of our facial features, people ask us all the time, Eastern, like, oh, yeah. "Are y'all Ethiopian? Right. Are y'all like Eritrean? Or like, is there some sort of like linkage there?" Right. Um, and I always say, "Child, I don't know." Right. Uh, the way my ancestry is set up. up. Could be a we little bit know. of everything in there. Yes. Um, even though Kai, our youngest sister, did her ancestry. Yes. She had um, Somali in her okay. ancestry. So, probably, I mean, we have the same parents. But, yeah. um, but anyway, yeah. So, so we often get asked, like, what parts of Africa are we from because of, like, our facial features, mm -hmm. eyes, things of that nature. So, when we were in Africa, we got asked the same question. Mm -hmm. um, there was this one encounter with a, a man. and It um, wasn't just one. Well, for me, it well, wasn't just one. That one comment? Yeah, I heard that more than once in Africa. I heard it once. I heard it once. Now, you saying we heard it multiple times? I don't know if, if you was there, but there was more than one time people said that. Okay, well, what we're talking about is, okay, they would ask the questions like, hey, hey, where y'all from, blah, blah, blah. Oh, y'all are so pretty. Cool. Where y'all from? We're from America. Oh, really? Y'all are pretty to be from America. Right. That's <laughs> what I'm trying to get to. Like, it's the, to, to, be, to be from, from America, America, you're beautiful. Yeah. Which um, reminded us, it gave us some trauma, some American trauma, because here in the land of the free, black people hear that also. Y'all are pretty to be, you know, dark skin. Y'all are pretty to be X. Y'all are, like, black women often hear how we're exceptionally pretty, right? How we're pretty, um... How, but we shouldn't be pretty because of, you know, being black. Right, and being, being black. Um, 
I actually, before I even went to Africa, I made a post about that on TikTok. I mean, yeah. Oh, Somebody yeah. had commented that. Oh, yeah. I, I told you, like, this is something that's, like, rooted in, like, the diaspora. But um, I, 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 somebody had commented on one of my pictures and was like, yo, you're so, you're so pretty. Um, are you, are you black? Like, are you black American? And I was, I made an educational video, like, that's an inappropriate comment. Even though I understand where you're coming from, because people ask me all the time. They ask me if, like, Ethiopian or whatever. People ask me that all the time. I'm not offended by that. But it's right. like, are you, like, are like, you black? Like, you're pretty to be black. Right. American. That's what we're trying to get to. That's right. Like, that's not cool. It's problematic and rooted in white supremacy. Absolutely. And so, that was just interesting to experience, have that same encounter in, in Africa. Africa. Right. Um, which goes to our next point. Like, we were talking, and... The, like white supremacy is still very much a oh, real thing in alive Africa. And well, it's not just here in America. No, it's it's definitely in Africa. Absolutely. Too. And we were talking to like our Uber driver, another cool Uber driver. Mm -hmm. Our Uber driver was basically like, you know, there we we still experience hardship in Africa pertaining to um, discrimination and stuff. Yeah. Like there are parts in Africa where black people are not allowed in South Africa. Yes. Yeah. He was but he that. also said some problematic things to himself. Yeah. Like, he made comments like, "Oh yeah, like light skinned women will like take all your money or something like that." It was like, hold up, but yeah, but it, no, he definitely did that and. We who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. -ba -ba. But he, he, he was dope. He, yeah, he, he was, was amazing. I, I definitely want to get there, but do you remember what he was saying about like the black people, There's the parts of Africa he was re referring to when he said black people aren't allowed there? It was like it's you can't drive on a specific highway right. and there's like a certain area that you can't I don't to. remember like even area. today. Yeah. But you do remember him saying that. I right? do, okay. yeah. JR, are you aware of the, the area in South Africa? I don't know if it's like well known. Where black people aren't allowed. Still yeah. aren't allowed. Yeah. yeah. I I gotta figure that out and but it will be um yeah, he he was talking a lot about that. Yeah, it's wild. Wow. Um but yeah, so he was definitely making some like colorist comments or whatever about you know the difference between light skin yeah dark skin um he said like you know in, in america y'all are probably considered like maybe um brown skin or uh, like brown or whatever but here y'all will be we would call y'all yellow bone and i, I mean, told you again yeah but i forgot called us yellow in africa like oh y'all are beautiful yellow Yo, yeah. yeah you don't remember that yes yes it's coming back to me yeah so see you missing some of this stuff but <laughs> You be missing it, but I be peeping it. Like it is definitely there and alive. Yeah. Um, and don't get me wrong, Africa's still very much beautiful. I love the people, I love the culture, but it really goes back into the statement about how white supremacy has impacted us globally. Yes. Like you don't escape white supremacy by going to, to Africa, Africa or anywhere else in the country. Because it's alive and well there. Period. He was also telling us like, you know, how bleaching, skin bleaching is very, very, common. very popular. Like, they even have, he said they have like pills or something that you can take yeah, that lightens your skin. Yeah. And he was saying like how he usually tells like if a woman is um, like bleaching, like by looking at her hands or whatever. Like, yeah, yeah. It, it's very much like yeah. a thing in Africa. That's, yeah. Child. So we all have our, our struggles. Yeah. And again, like white supremacy, that's, that's what he does. Right. White supremacy did a number. Child. On us. On us. On us. Um, yeah. JR, where are we with time? 22. 
22? I know. We need to move on. No, because I think we, we talked a good amount about Africa. Should we save the rest for the next episode? Yeah. Okay. Um, all right. So, so that I mean, was our trip to Africa. To. Yeah. That's what we've been up to. Uh, we wanted to kind of like leave you guys off on the note about talking about God's timing. Yeah. His perfect timing, his aligned timing. Um, one thing that you mentioned, um, we're in the studio, we've been shooting podcasts all day. You mentioned earlier in your episode, the Paging Dr. Shonda podcast. Make sure y'all tune in. Um, you talked about how God's timing is so perfect. Yes. And you talked about how um, we were experiencing such a, a tough time in our lives at one point. Um, but before that, we've been meeting with Revolt, right? We talked about Revolt, um, how we just signed with Revolt. And um, what you all don't know is this podcast signing deal um, has been six months in the making, right? We've been working with them and talking to them since last year. And, um, of course, the natural us, the natural side of us, we're like, hey, why isn't this happening sooner? Like, come on, like, let's get this contract done. Um, but that wasn't God's timing. And, like I said, we experienced this, this really tough time in our lives and the day after everything happened that's when the contract came over right because now can you imagine like if we had signed that contract by whether it was october the end of last year the turmoil like the the harsh uh emotional experience we would be experiencing trying to create it, it wouldn't have been next, possible like between like january february even at like march period when it really got bad like, it would not have been possible for us to deliver on that contract right. and produce X amount of episodes. It wouldn't have been possible for us to deliver in excellence while we were going through what we were going through. Right. So God's perfect timing, like, literally the day after, we got an email from Revolt saying, okay, here's the contract. Let's yeah. let's get this on and popping. But, and we, I also talked about on the podcast how, like, that's a reminder of how, like, God cares for you even in your tragedy. Yeah. He's mindful of you. Yeah, absolutely. And it's also a reminder that, like, God operates outside of time, right? Time was made was made for human beings, right? It was made for us to be able to measure. Exactly. But God does not need to measure anything because why? He's God, right? Yeah. He's God of the universe and he lives and operates outside of time. Right. Um, so I know there may be some of you out there who may be rushing something. Like, let's say you want to get married or let's say you want to hurry up and have kids or something like that and things may not look like it's aligning right now. Um, but the biggest piece of advice that I can give to you is to trust God's timing. God's timing is so perfect. Period. And on that note, <laughs> it's a wrap. It's a wrap. Thanks y'all for tuning into our first first episode back to the Double Dose Podcast. Make sure you tune in on Fridays where you can catch our audio podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and mu Amazon Music. Amazon Music, yes. Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. Um, yeah, we double awesome. dosing it. Thank y'all. <laughs> See y'all. Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.